0: I think that commitment is something that we always, we all have direct experiences with it in, in little ways. You get up in the morning and you're committed to going to the office and you know that you were committed because at the end of the day, you got to the office, right? You went from point A to point B and you got there. The way that commitment ends up showing up for us when there's a challenge is when we don't create our commitment and it, when it doesn't show up in our results.
1: Welcome to Build Your Life by Design the podcast that will help you create the life you truly want to live without limitation. I'm your host, Dr. Lori Emery, and together we'll be exploring the transformational tools I've developed over 20 plus years of coaching high performers. These are unique tools that go beyond mere mindset shifts. They create lasting and profound changes by linking your thoughts to the emotional memories held in your body. And it's because of these tools that I've been able to help hundreds of my clients achieve unprecedented levels of success, fulfillment, and balance in their personal and professional lives. Each week, I'll be working with you to start applying these simple tools into your own life so you can immediately begin seeing new levels of growth, productivity, and fulfillment. So if you're a high performer looking to take your life and business to the next level, this is the podcast for you. Let's not settle for mediocrity. It's time to live fully with every day, bringing renewed excitement and fulfillment in your life. No more selling out on yourself. Get ready to build your life by design.
0: Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Lori, and here we are on Build Your Life by Design podcast. Welcome. Thanks for being here. I know you could be so many, doing so many other things on your day, or maybe you're taking me with you to as you're traveling and doing things around your home. And so thanks for spending the time with me. I My commitment on these podcasts is to bring keys to your transformation, to mastering your life in a way that you live life to the fullest, to your fullest potential, and you live life based on the dreams and potential that you are here and committed to. And so let's get started today talking about some of those components or ingredients I like to call them that I think have been the most important in my life. Uh, You know, a lot of programs talk about mindset and of course mindset is absolutely critical to mastering ourselves, but there's some other ingredients that we have to make sure that we sprinkle into baking the cake of our dreams, so to speak. And so we will talk a lot about how to create those dreams, how to create a vision where you're energetically at the same vibration as that vision. We'll, we'll get into that on another podcast. And one of the ingredients that I think is so incredibly important, and there and there are many, but this one's one of my favorites to talk about is the is commitment. And commitment meaning like if you interact with what you're committed to, like with urgency, like life is short, my life or somebody else's life depends on it. Now, again, I always say, I know it doesn't, but the reason that we couch it that way is because if we create an urgency behind it and we stop taking for granted that we have however long left in life, because, I mean, really, we don't know, right? And so it reminds me of the first time I got this lesson and and I didn't even realize that I had gotten this lesson from what I was going through is um, one of my best friends in my life was my grandmother. Her name was Dorothy. She was my amazing Jewish grandma and we, she was absolutely an angel in my life. And when I was about nine years old, she had a massive heart attack. And after that heart attack, it created for me, and now this was a real life or death situation because on that night, they told us to come say goodbye to her, that she wasn't going to make it through the night. And so, she, you know, being that she, she, you know, she was like the floor my life stood on. There was a, a real grieving kind of sadness for me of, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm going to lose this person that I count on every day in my life. And so gratefully, she did not pass away that night. She made it. In fact, she lived with me in my home until I had my first child, which was when I was 38. But what happened in our relationship is uh, by the time I went to college, she had had a few more massive heart attacks. And so every time scared me that, okay, this is it. And we literally began living our relationship like this might be the last time. So I would drive home from college on the weekends to see her. And every time I got to spend with her, whether she was in the hospital or at home, we functioned as if it might be the last time that we got to spend time together or create movies uh, memories together. And so I remember that like, she had never been to a five-star restaurant. And so we made a reservation and we went to a five-star restaurant and she was absolutely adorable because She had never had luxury type things in her life because she had grown up in the depression. And so it was so much fun doing things and being in a way that I didn't take for granted that that I had more time with her. And so my commitment to our relationship became live every single time I saw her as if it was gonna be my last. And it was an amazing life lesson because gratefully she lived almost 30 more years And because we lived that way, it was the most amazing relationship I've ever had. And so I realized that what occurred was, fast forward, I'm I'm then doing my own personal development and in the world of transformation, the phrase of live your commitments and your vision, like your life or somebody else's life depends on it. I went, oh, I actually have an experience of that. I get the depth of what that means. It was such an amazing experience. And so the commitment to live with urgency and the commitment to my relationship with her of I'm going to do whatever it takes to have amazing memories with her and to create joy and happiness and new memories every time we're together really drove all of it. And so when I talk about commitment I I think it's important for us to look at we don't think about it very often uh, because when we're committed to something in our life and it's working we just keep moving along in our life and I mean think about it there are so many things we are committed to there's these micro moments that we have every day where you know what you're committed to based on your results And I offer you to use this tool that way because we can deceive ourselves in thinking that we're committed to something. And so for the longest time, I remember saying, I knew I wanted children and I didn't have children. I I knew I wanted a certain type of love in my life and I didn't have that. And so the way that I was taught by my mentors to interact with my commitments were, Well, I can say I'm committed, but if I don't have it, be curious about what's in the way between me and my commitment. And so again, there are many mechanisms to, once you create your vision for each area of your life, and you can do this moment to moment, and you can do this with long-term vision for your life. Once you know what you're committed to, then you live into it and you live into the commitment and interact with the commitment like your life or somebody else's life depends on it. Now, I think that commitment is something that we always, we all have direct experiences with it in in little ways. You get up in the morning and you're committed to going to the office. And you know that you were committed because at the end of the day, you got to the office, right? You went from point A to point B and you got there. The way that commitment ends up showing up for us when there's a challenge is when we don't create our commitment and when it doesn't show up in our results. And so interacting with commitment in a way that, um, that you can, you can get the most juice out of it is by interacting with it in a way where you look at your results and you go one of two things. You can either say, Okay, based on what I was committed to, this isn't what, ha- what occurred in my results. So what got in my way? And then you can work with yourself that way. Like Oftentimes, we get circumstance-driven or feeling-driven, meaning we allow circumstances to get in the way. So, for example, you can say, I'm committed to opening a business and put a time frame on it. And maybe you've done all the right things to create your commitment. You've written it down. You've done your meditation with it. You've increased your vibration. So you're in alignment with your vision and your commitments. And then when, and you've got a date a how much by when you've got the details of what it looks like. Those are all very important ingredients that will go in more in depth in other podcasts. And when you then get your result, you can look at, based on my commitment, what worked, meaning what are all of the things I did or didn't do that worked? And then what are all, and including even all of the things I thought and, and how I interacted with the commitment. And then what are all the things that didn't work or got in my way from creating the result? And so... With commitment in the world of transformation, there's two basic premises in in using that word or the phenomenon of commitment. One is that we're always committed to something, whether we're aware of it or not, we are always committed to something. And the second is that often our commitments, uh, the things that we've become committed to have to do with our interpretations and practices that have been given to us from our past and we relate to them like they're truths. So for example, we might say that, um, we might notice that we're committed to, uh, a belief that comes from our past, either in this, in our schools with our parents. And if we don't investigate those beliefs, they keep showing up as a result in our life. So if you were taught as a child to believe that there's not enough in the world, then you're going to, if you see that you have a commitment to that belief, you're going to keep seeing that show up in your results. So when we're committed to something, we, we not only see it show up in our results, we, and, and I'm saying interact with it, like your life or someone else's life depends on it. And then there's the underlying beliefs, like I just mentioned. So the value of getting really clear on what you're committed to to, so that you can reset your GPS system in your life, because that's what our conscious commitments create for ourselves. They give us more mastery over our life when we know what we're committed to. When we know what we're committed to and you're truly committed, you don't allow yourself to be sidetracked. Right, You no longer use circumstances in your way as reasons or excuses for why you didn't get your result. So think about the last time you said you were committed to something, especially if it's big, like let's say you're committed to an ideal romantic relationship where you know that you want a passionate, safe, connected best friend as your partner, or maybe you've made a commitment to the level of your uh, health and wellness in your life, and you're still struggling to be overweight or you don't work out what, what you want to look at is how have you used circumstances to get in your way? And circumstances are not only life circumstances, but circumstances are also the negative talk that we have in the back of our head that says things like you can't do it, or you should stay in bed and and snuggle into the covers because it's comfortable or it's too hard. Or if it's, you know, you know, it's not possible. Um, And so when you allow your thinking and your old beliefs to get in the way, you're technically using circumstances and allowing it to get in your way. And the reason we often do that is because we don't wanna tolerate the fear and the vulnerability and the unknown into some of those big dreams that we have because they can be scary, right? And the bigger we dream, the more good fear comes up. And I, I call it good fear because I think that I make a distinction between the fear that tells you there's danger and there's really danger and the fear when those of us high achievers and those of us who are entrepreneurs and CEOs and we're achieving in life, when we keep committing to something that's really big and outside of our comfort zone, a natural fear comes up because we're expanding. So when we're truly committed, we don't use those circumstances. We notice them but we no longer allow them to get in the way. You know, for years, many, many years ago, I had thought about and and contemplated transitioning from my clinical practice as a therapist into the work of transformation as an executive coach and running a, a personal development center. And I had one foot in one life and one foot in the other. And I knew in my my being and my gut and my body that the mental health world no longer fit for me. I felt like I had outgrown that that container, we'll call it. And I had built my whole career around being a therapist. I mean, I, I mean, look at how many years of schooling I went to. I had four degrees. I had a bachelor's and a master's in behaviors, behavioralism and education. And then I got a master's and a a doctorate in clinical psychology. I had opened my practice. I had other practitioners working for me and with me. And here I am sitting there. and began to run my workshops and retreats. And I loved it. And I started really not believing in or buying into the way that the mental health uh, system was working and so for years i sat with it and one day i really got clear with myself around looking at my vision for where did i want my life to go what was my lifestyle um And at the end of that, I I finally committed after 12 years of schooling and psychology. And I was really clear that I was ready to create a whole new business out of my commitment. I I didn't know how, right? The how comes after. And that's what leaders do. We commit and then we figure out the how. And so I was committed, but I wasn't trained in being an entrepreneur. I wasn't trained in marketing. I knew that I had no idea how, but I knew that my heart was in a new direction. And so I I really sat at home with this certainty that I was going to make this happen. And I knew enough to choose a date and that I was going to let go of the old business and step into the new and begin building my team. And again, I'm, I'm sitting in the I have no idea what I'm doing, so I'm scaring myself. And, you know, John Hanley says that every breakthrough begins when someone commits to another view or possibility and then organizes their actions and conversations around their commitments. And that's what I did. I committed to a future that I wanted. I followed it with a plan on how to accomplish and deliver those commitments, and then my I had to be authentically committed to breaking through without any evidence that I could do this. And it pressed up against everything I everywhere I was operating from at the time. And so, you know, this decision to transition into this type of coaching and this type of business was a huge life change for me. And And although this was an example of a huge life change, this principle applies to everything in our day-to-day life, like following through on a promise to your spouse or completing an assignment or spending time with your children or um, your health goals of losing weight and being in the best shape of your life. Or like, I don't think you can keep big commitments unless you really learn to you to keep the daily little commitments i think you know that statement of how we do anything can teach us how we do everything i feel is really true because once you commit to something you have to add the ingredients that need to be added to be successful like you have to add discipline you have to add focus you have to add rigor and as you learn to say you'll do and develop those necessary ingredients to succeed, you have to be a commitment to being that every day. So the power to understand how to get things done and having an experience of it happens in the experience of a serious commitment, 100% commitment. And that means being driven by your vision and and not your judgments, your circumstances, your negative thinking, what anyone else will say outside of you, needing approval from anyone else. I was watching a interview uh, with Jeff Bezos this morning, and he talked about how visionaries and people who are creating new um, are people who have to have a serious, not only commitment to their vision, But be willing to create a culture where it's okay to fail. Because when we go after something new, it's clunky, it doesn't always work the first time, there's not always success. You have to be willing to go after it, learn what works, go after it again, right? So if we fail to get the results we want and we just use justifying to not keep our commitments through, like, you know, the reasons and excuses and blame, then we don't get there. We just, we just interact with it as a failure and then we back into our everyday comfortableness and we never get to that commitment and we never live life full out. So the real value is looking at your results because that's where you can uncover what you were really committed to and you can reveal if you're in fact committed to what you said. You know, when you get when I went after the business the first time, I didn't succeed. Uh, it was, it was painful actually. (laughs) And I couldn't figure out what was in my way. And so for a little bit of time, I went back to running my business the way that I had been running it still with this idea in the back of my mind of, I really want to go into this, this type of personal development center. I want to create this type of transformation. I'm clear about the center and how it looks, but couldn't figure out what was in my way. And so, in the commitment, I realized that the lorry that I was being in the face of the new commitment was the lorry that had already created everything in my life. And I needed to be different. I needed to be able to redesign where I was operating from in order to get to those results. And so, years later, I went after that commitment again. And here I am. And The incredible experience of, in the face of a commitment, being willing to turn yourself inside out, being willing to have it not work, and then just using your results for how close did I get for where I set my GPS system? Was I using the right map? Was I at the right frequency? Where have I been operating from? And and cleaning out any of those little sneaky... Uh, limiting beliefs, and and thinking that can hold me back. And through being 100% committed this time, that was where the value came for me to learn so much more about myself and have mastery over my brain and the context that I was living out of.
1: Are you ready to take complete control of your life and become truly unstoppable? Look no further than Build Your Life by Design, the podcast that gives you the tools to transform the way you think and create lifelong permanent shifts. Hosted by renowned performance coach Dr. Lori Emery, this podcast will be your stepping stone for leaving behind the mediocre and stepping into a life that's 100% by your design, not by default. And if you're really serious about stepping into your ultimate purpose and potential, Join Dr. Lori for her upcoming masterclass where she'll be diving deeper into these powerful tools and strategies, personally guiding you every step of the way. Details will be available on her website, buildyourlifebydesign.co. So why wait? Start designing your life by choice, not by chance with Build Your Life by Design.
0: And so being a master of yourself means being senior to and rising above all of your circumstances in the face of a commitment, right? Because our automatic brain without awareness, it controls us. Our automatic brain without awareness is always in survival, right? They, you've, you've probably heard many times people talking about our lower brain versus our our higher brain. And, you know, that lower brain in survival because we're animals by nature is always looking for danger because it knows that it's there. And it just has to find it. And once it finds it, it puts you in survival to go back into your box and be right about all of those limiting beliefs to stay safe and to stay in control. And so with mastery, it can become very clear how often your survival context has been driving you instead of what you say you're committed to. So a great way to do that is to sit down and look at when are times in your life where you have made a commitment regardless of how big or small and maybe make a list what are the things that you you know that you've broken your commitment to in your life and then go over those commitments and go back and look at what are the things that you put in the way either what you told yourself or circumstances in life or blaming something outside of you? What are the things that you allowed to be in the way so that you didn't have to risk and be uncomfortable and go after whatever that commitment was? Because when we're not paying attention as human beings, totally normal for everyone, we look for comfort. And so in order to master ourselves, having that vision for ourselves, gives you knowing what you're going after so you know what you're committed to and i i want to bring it down now to something as simple as um our family relationships or your partner or your children um, or even your health goals you can use any one of these i'm going to use my children you know i make commitments to my children all the time and When I make them, I really check in with, am I committed to doing this? Am I committed to being there for them in the way that I said, so that I don't create an experience in the relationship where they learn not to count on my word. But there are times when when it comes to the moment, and those of you who are parents might relate to this, when it comes to the moment of coming through on my commitment, my little brain chatter is like, man, I had a long day. I'd really rather stay and, you know, put on my pajamas and get in bed and not maybe not take them where I said I would take them or do the thing I said I would do. And and I hear the chatter. And there was a day when I might have even got given into it. But because my commitment with my children is I want my children to know that when I give them my word, that 95 percent of the time, maybe 99, that they can count on me like no shit. They can count on me. And so although I hear those voices of comfort and it would be so much easier to give into it, I don't allow myself to allow those voices to lead because my commitment to my children means so much to me. And so that's the next step is my why with my commitments is deep and it's juicy. Otherwise I don't do it. And so when you create, like I have my vision for my relationship with my children, long-term I see what the kind of relationship and the kind of life I want with them when they grow up. And so because of that and why that's important to me is so deep and meaningful that following through on that commitment, then to accomplish what I want in my relationship with them is not a struggle. I notice it and I operate my life as a habit out of my commitment to them. So think about this, like if you've got health goals, And I think many of us understand this one, right? Because now this is a goal that is a commitment that is between you and you. How many times I know I have where I've made my health goals and I've said, okay, I'm gonna do my workouts three times a week. I'm gonna eat a certain way. I'm gonna not drink as much wine. I'm gonna, whatever those criteria are for me to get to my ultimate goal. And then when it comes time to get up and do the workout, those little voices come. And so I get, I I get to check in with, well, was it a wish or was it a commitment? Was it a nice idea or a commitment? Now at that time, based on results, it was a nice idea. Like I sometimes noticed I could make commitments out of what I thought I should do. Right. Or sometimes we make commitments and we don't really care about the commitments. We just think that we should care. So, Looking at whether you enter into a commitment, you know, out of your own volition or are you doing it to please someone or to look good because you have this image that, you know, I want to be someone who, uh, who works out and who has a great body. Like, I have an idea that I want that, but I'm not really willing to commit and do whatever it takes to have that result. So pay attention to what you see and how you make a commitment with others and with yourself. because. At the end of the day it's really no different. A commitment to others and a commitment to ourselves is all the same energy. So if you take away, you know, the the container that you're in, you know, the the name that you name yourself and the gender that you apply to yourself and take all that away and all we have left is our essence with to, which to me is energy. And so if we've got an energy of breaking our word, It's an energy of breaking our word. Again, whether it's to ourselves or someone else doesn't matter. The effect is the same. The effect on yourself and the effect to someone else. So, you know, your success, our success as human beings requires us to be super conscious when we enter into a commitment. Making sure that first when you make it, you're absolutely engaged with the commitment and why it's important to you and being clear in our own minds about that intention. Cause then the, the power in us flows from a clear intention and that clear intention will have us creating the life that we're committed to having. So again, there's no, there's no need to look at trying to be perfect. So those of you who are perfectionists, I'm a recovering perfectionist, so I understand it. It, be compassionate with yourself. Like we're not perfect as human beings. You wanna use your results as information and a place to look and a place to be juicy with it. And so when you notice you fail to keep a commitment, just be honest with yourself and with other people, right? And just own up to it rather than making an excuse because we grow when we accept accountability. So if I do break my word with my children, for example, I go to them and I say, I know that I have a broken agreement with you. And I apologize what I've allowed to get in my way is this, and I'm, I, you can count on me to be my word next time. And I recommit with them and it's honorable to them that I will be human with them. And I'll be honest about what I allow to be more important than my commitment. I make, I also add in this piece of like making sure that they don't make up that they weren't important to me because. I know that the brain is always interpreting and I don't want them to interpret my behavior to mean something about them because when we, when we shift to automatic and become unconscious, our brain chooses for us. And so all of our survival stuff gets in the way as a human being and it's net normal. And so knowing when staying safe or being comfortable or being liked or holding on to an image or being in control gets in my way, I just own it. And that way, the awareness of it allows me to move it out of the way more masterfully next time so I don't allow the breakdown. And so by looking at my broken commitments in this way, and I offer you to do the same, it's possible to grow in understanding yourself and knowing yourself and your ability to be responsible in your life. And it it actually just puts you back in the driver's seat, which you'll hear me say a lot. It puts you back in the driver's seat in your life, which is where you want to be. And so commitment is, is power in your life. Commitment is the one transformational distinction Amongst others, again, we're going to discuss many others, um, and I discuss them. I have an entire mastery program, Keys to Mastering Your Success, that is all about all of the keys to mastering yourself. And it's critically important that the ingredient of commitment is there to master your brain and to create all of your goals for your amazing life. Because I think at the end of the day, we all want an amazing life. We all wanna know when we get to the end that we lived life full out and that we turned over every rock and we lived the most juicy, fulfilled, fun, passionate life. And so that that takes being willing to dream into a vision for yourself. Even that is risky to make that dream and then commit to it with all of your beingness is it's risky and it's vulnerable and it's out on the skinny branches of life as as we say in transformation and being willing to declare that so that you know what you're committed to creates a gap right away between where you want to go and what you have and so that the ingredient to master yourself of commitment Will support you to get there and see all of the other stuff that we want to come up that's operating in our subconscious, that's operating as old, you know, limiting beliefs, old parts of our old container that's created the life that we already have. And so if I'm committed to something, then I'll pursue it with all the possibilities to create the results right? When I'm committed, I won't just take a stab at it. I won't just try. Like there, there's no In the world of ontological coaching and transformation, there is no such thing as try. I even tell my kids, there's two words we don't use in our household, which is can't and try. And so I just ask them, what are you committed to creating as a result? And then how do you get there? And then what worked, what didn't work. And then we go back after it. So when I'm committed to something, I will sit and discuss all the possibilities and I'm willing to uh, put aside my ego and my pride and all my feelings and just stay focused on the commitment. And so I'll be deliberate in my decision-making with all the parts of whatever I'm up to. So for example, when I was when I was 100% committed to creating this transformational company years ago, I went all in, both feet. I let go of the safety net of my old work, my old licenses, my old knowing, my old knowledge. I let go of all of that because, in order to be an entrepreneur, my behaviors, my beliefs, and my interactions with my commitment had to be very different. And so, Now, my behaviors are driven 100%, my actions, my beliefs, my thinking, um, and my vibration, which we'll go into later, which is critically important, are driven by what I'm fully committed to and not how I feel and not any circumstances that come up in my life in a particular moment. You know, on a a smaller scale, think about like um, the way that we do this each day. Like you already have this muscle and getting it stronger for the bigger things is just, is just pushing that muscle out there to use it for bigger, more life-changing events for yourself. But, but I think about when I had my children, I didn't know how to be a mom and my commitment to being a mom, and, and even now my kids are all teenagers. I have four of them now. And um, every year of our life together, I'm learning something new about what it means to be their mom, about what are my beliefs about being a mom. Do those beliefs actually work for these beautiful humans that I'm in relationship with, or are they getting in the way of my commitment to my relationship with them? And so, you know, a, along with I look at when they were babies, when I first had them, I'm thinking back to when they were little, how I felt, right? When you have children and they're young you're tired all the time. You know, there's, there's a stress, especially as a working mom and entrepreneur, you know, I was working, I was coming home and, and handling the children. I was juggling a lot. They were all circumstances to handle my feelings, my tiredness, my stress, all of those things were circumstances to handle because I was committed to being a mom and I was committed to being a certain type of mom. And so, I I am actually saying, for those of you who are questioning, are you saying my feelings are circumstances to handle? And I am saying, yes, I'm not saying that our feelings are not important. And there's going to be an entire podcast on how to be with. And those of you who've been with me along the journey know that how to be with our emotions and feelings are important so that we're not in resistance to any part of ourselves but our feelings should not be what drives our life. So they matter and staying focused on what you're committed to and choosing your behavior from your commitments is important. So your feelings shouldn't dictate your actions. So otherwise, if you allow them to dictate all of your actions, you're gonna find that you stay stuck in where you are. So they, they'll, You'll find that they, they can get in the way and make things very messy in a commitment. I mean, think about if you're on the road or in a store, let's use it in a store, and someone is rude to you and cuts in front of you in line. If you decide to react based on your feelings, then what you're going to create with that other person is is the type of interaction that's angry and stressful. You're gonna hold all of that experience in your body because you're creating your own experience. If in that moment you have mastery of yourself and you notice that you get angry, you get triggered and you choose to interact and respond with that person in a way that is in alignment with the kind of human being that you're committed to being in this world or the kind of interactions that you're committed to having with people, then you're going to choose based on those qualities instead of reacting to that human and creating more fighting and negativity and anger and stress. So that is the thing you have mastery over only every moment. If you can get yourself to choose And getting yourself to choose means being able to stop, not be on automatic, not react. And then you can actually ask yourself the question, looking in, what's happening for me right now? What are the triggers that are happening? Notice my judgments and my feelings. And then what are the behaviors and react and and responses that I want to have based on what I'm committed to? And so I allow that to dictate my choices and my feelings come up. I, I interact with them. I notice them and the commitment to my personal power in my life, my commitment to getting present when those triggers happen, because it's not easy when those triggers happen, we get flooded. And so, uh, it's important that we be, we're able to notice the trigger and create that important pause so that we can choose from what we're committed to. This probably comes up so much for those of us who have spouses or intimate partners. I always say if you want to know yourself, have kids and an intimate partner because those are where our buttons get triggered often. And so, you know, if I'm committed to being a, a loving wife, then I'll do numerous and specific actions that create that result with my husband, regardless of what he's doing or where he's operating from, right? I'll listen to him when I'm tired. I'll put aside my pride to try to understand him um, and his point of view, even if I don't agree. I'll be deliberate in my actions and acts of service and kindness if I keep my commitment at the forefront in my relationship, even though I notice that I have my stuff come up. There's a phrase that I like to use that if it's hysterical, it's historical, meaning when there's heightened emotion and a trigger, then that's not the moment to speak in that moment. I have to get back to my center. I have to use the anchor of my transformational tools, right? Powerful people are commitment driven and not circumstance driven not feeling driven. So creating results in life are not dependent on whether or not feelings and circumstances happen. So the most powerful place to stand is to live in life and declare what you're committed to. Commit to what it will take to make it happen, commit and know your why, and then handle all your circumstances. So pay attention to the times that you're, you just go through the motions. Like we don't think deeply about the commitment. And in that way, we, we either don't get to our result, we fail to accomplish you know, what we say we're about to accomplish. right? Begin to, to be curious about yourself and, and ask yourself and others around you to make honest and clear commitments in relationship with you, right? How much by when? Like, what are we committed to and by when? And then it's really important that you hold yourself accountable and then, of course, be able to hold others accountable, right? Like respect and encourage your, yourself to be honest and respect and encourage others around you to be honest. Like if you own a business, it means clear communication to commitments within the business. And once everybody knows what the clear communi- the commitments are, then you hold yourself and everyone on your team accountable by what you do, what you say right? You'll feel better about yourself. You'll become a more powerful influencer of the world around you, and you'll be able to create what you say that you want. And so for your vision, for your life, that level of commitment is what's required. That that level of I'll do whatever it takes and I live by my vision and my commitments. And requiring yourself, knowing what your why is to keep looking in and allow all of your actions to dictate your day-to-day life. So here's to living a transformed life, living to life full out. Thanks for joining me today. I am absolutely excited to have you here. Please join us weekly. We will be on all of the places where you access your podcasts. And if you feel feel like this has been valuable, I'm reading my notes because my social media director told me what to say. But please join us on all of our social media. We love to see you there. We love to interact with you personally. I personally answer and interact with comments that you make and please check out where we, where we show up uh, weekly on our socials and let us know what you think and link to us uh, in the link in our show notes. That's what she told me to say. So I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for joining me here and uh, here's to a transform life.
1: Thanks for joining us on Build Your Life by Design. Remember, you have the power to design your life exactly how you want it, rather than by default. And if you're ready to take your transformation to the next level, join us for our upcoming masterclass. Details will be available on our website, buildyourlifebydesign.co. Until next time, keep designing your life by choice, not by chance.